The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It is May 4th, 2020. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. It's Glenn Rubenstein and Raj Geary. Matt Morgan was so embarrassed the other night, admitting that he fell for the white van speaker scam. And uh, accepted, you know, uh, travel funds, sight unseen to go someplace and wrestle in a warehouse. Uh, uh, you know, uh, went into a limo with some uh, gentlemen in suits for unsanctioned cage fighting. Uh, him just admitting what a total mark he has been. He has brought shame to himself and decided, you know what, I'm going to take a night off the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah, Matt. Uh, Matt's not here tonight. He's feeling under the weather, but uh, he will be back on Wednesday. Now, if you missed Friday night's show, it was indeed epic. Raj, did you listen to Friday night? I haven't gotten a chance to yet. We determined Matt Morgan is the most trusting individual on earth. Yeah. Yes. He will just yeah. go along with things. It's insane. Have you ever bought uh, speakers from a man in a parking lot out of a I white have, van? I have not. Oh, there so, you go. So Matt, Matt did, huh? Matt did. Huh. Yes. The white van speaker scam. It's a thing. Look it up. Uh, anyhow, tonight we're going to talk about Raw, which let me tell you, compared to Friday night's podcast, Raw? Not as entertaining. I'm going to go out on a limb. This was the go-home show for Money in the Bank. And what in the hell's going on here, Raj? Was tonight live? Was tonight taped? Tonight what? was taped. It was taped last week. Was it of any consequence whatsoever tonight? I feel like tonight, was, I mean, AJ Styles came back. He's going to be a Money in the Bank. Uh, what else do we got tonight that really sold the show? <sighs> they nixed Roman Reigns from that video. Did you notice that? I saw that on the Twitters. Yeah, they showed the the clip of uh, Seth Rollins cashing in money in the bank, you know, and it was in in a match between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, completely edited Roman out. So um, I thought that was kind of interesting. It's it's a it's a weird thing. How I would be I wouldn't be surprised if <clears throat> there are some people in WWE who are upset with Roman Reigns, and that's just ridiculous to me. Yeah, um, I was distracted tonight. We were having a little debate on Twitter. In the Snickers commercial, is it Pete Zagarine or Pete Zacharine? What do you hear when you see that commercial every time, Raj? Uh, I think it's Zacharine. Pete Zacharine. Is that That's you? what I thought, too. Yeah. I think it's, but I Googled it. I think it's Pete Zacharine. Now, I don't know what to believe. Reality is crumbling, Raj. Uh -huh. Reality is time. crumbling. All yeah. this time. Uh, the Gauntlet match tonight was okay. Interesting premise with we don't know how many people are going to be in it. What's going to happen? We're going to start with Titus O'Neil coming out against Bobby Lashley. That maybe should have told us something, but AJ was a nice surprise. Yeah, no, I thought that was the highlight of the show. Um, AJ coming back. I didn't think he needed to take that long to beat Humberto Carrillo, but that, mm. notwithstanding, um, it's cool seeing AJ back. This I really felt like this, these shows have been just uh, feeling like they're lacking in star power, and AJ definitely adds uh, you know some much needed star power back. I just like lacking in meaning. It's not even the stars. Just what does it all mean, Raj? Tonight, Liv Morgan going against Charlotte Flair. What does that mean? What's the, what's the value there? What did that do for Liv? They tried to put her over, but she still lost. Yeah, but but she had, she had a long competitive match. I didn't think it was necessarily that bad for her. It does kind of halt her momentum, I guess, a little bit because she had been picking up wins and hadn't lost yet. And anytime. Uh, the people get used to you seeing you win and then you lose. I think it takes something away, but um, yeah, let's uh, let's just start from the top with with uh, Lashley and and go from there. Well, first, want to give some love to the super chats tonight. Ahmad Elyafi, two pounds right there. That's like four dollars American, Raj. Oh, just saying, try out, boom, just and, testing and it out. And a second super chat from Ahmed saying, uh, didn't watch Raw, but hey, my second time donating. Wow, just wanted to say I love you guys. Thank you. Love Much you too, buddy. Thank you. Uh, there was also some news, some headlines, some things we'll talk about, including WWE. Weird timing, Raj. We were saying last week on the show where they're going to reopen and have stuff and be giving out masks with superstar logos on them. Boom, what goes on sale today on WWE Shop? Yeah. 
you know, I'm just not saying they watch this podcast, but they watch this podcast. Uh, but let's talk about Raw tonight, and then we'll talk about the news items at the end. We did start with that gauntlet match tonight. Uh, actually, uh, first we went the pardon me, the uh, before the gauntlet match was uh, MVP, the VIP lounge. I forgot about this. Mm-hmm. This was Shayna, Asuka, Nia Jax. Um, you know, I liked Asuka ranting. I thought that was great, but I don't know. I mean, this just all devolved into what we thought it was going to. I think this match is going to be awesome. I think these women are all super credible. This was fun. I'm almost glad they didn't spend too much time on it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought uh, it was pretty short and sweet. Um, so, uh, yeah, I didn't mind it. Um, yeah. I, I, I think the money in the bank, I'm actually looking forward to that. I think that could be interesting. I they this match even the way they sold this night men and women competing at once starting on the ground floor they were showing the insides of offices of rec rooms of conference rooms i mean is this almost such a great idea there is no way the reality of this can live up to what we've all built up in our heads i don't know i don't know how many people have that high expectations right now um you don't think this just sounds like the most amazing? Oh, I think it could be really cool. You know, like I didn't have, uh, you know, that high expectations for the Boneyard match and I loved it. So I think that there's, they can do some cool stuff here. I don't know if you saw that interview with Becky Lynch where she was saying that Vince McMahon was demonstrating how to fall off a tower recently. So huh. I think there were the... references tonight to falling off the roof. We yeah. better see somebody uh, getting dropped into an airbag Hans Gruber style. Yep. That's, I, I think that's going to happen. Got to pardon for the. I, I have to to drink these things, especially without Matt here. Yeah. Man, I hope he's feeling better. Uh, I know th- this. This is the time we've talked about it on this very podcast. Raj, how are you doing? Even a cough, even like a sore throat. Don't you start freaking out? Yes, absolutely. And I have allergies right now this time of year out here in Colorado, so I've been sneezing and coughing a little bit. And you know, I'm like it's that one corner of the package I didn't rub down with bleach. <laughs> That's what transmitted it. Yeah. Uh, so we wish Matt well. We hope he gets better soon, and I'm sure he'll be back for Wednesday night's podcast. Um, let's talk about the gauntlet match, starting with Bobby Lashley versus Titus O'Neil. Then we went to Akira Tozawa, then Shelton Benjamin, then Umberto Carrillo, Angel Garza, Austin Theory. Came down uh, to AJ Styles getting the win here tonight. Um, do you feel that the gauntlet match, they've done this so much, so repeatedly, that it's not quite as special given how many we've had in the last two years. Yeah, it it definitely, I like the way they did this one, you know, Lashley, he, he basically beat Titus and Akira Tozaba quick. Uh, Shelton Benjamin was a little bit longer than finally uh, Lashley beat him was against Humberto, uh, got DQ'd and destroyed Humberto. And then Angel Garza came out, Humberto beat Angel Garza. Then Austin Theory came out, Humberto beat Austin Theory. So they're beating these guys still, you know, uh, the Zelina Vega's new group, which I think it's, you need to get them, give them some momentum. It's a new group. You need to get them some wins and they're just losing all the time. Um, but yeah, which, I, thought, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, it just feels like these gauntlet matches are just a way to kill a lot of time. And I think with Zelina, so Zelina is one of the top stars of Raw right now. I mean, her oh, yeah. faction is like her backing band at this point. Yeah. No, I mean you want to get a new group over i mean you you know could you imagine if they start beating the nwo and having them lose matches the next week and you know like five of the next eight weeks or evolution or any group that you know you want to get catching on you gotta make the guys look you know strong yeah it's uh rocky zelina and her happy men um (laughs) i think it actually it hurts andrade because he isn't and i understand that there was uh that suspension or was an injury or what was yeah, it, it that was had suspension? Suspension. No wellness suspension. Um, so I agree. Like Andrade is, I mean, I think I know the answer to this. And Andrade is still the US champ, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I don't, has he defended on, on TV? Oh, against yes. Apollo. That was the match for Apollo. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is the only reason why I remember that. But uh, I feel like this has hurt Andrade. This has definitely helped Angel Garza. Uh, Austin Theory. Sure. Um, he's probably the one that, like, okay. I mean, I just feel that if you're going to have a faction, everyone should have their own personality and stand out. 
a bit and more. He, and I feel and like Austin Theory does one guy protected, right? You yeah. Know, off the bat. And they're not doing that with anyone. Yeah, as Tammy points out, Zelina's stable gets a lot of TV time but no wins, and Andrade's title reign has been awful. Um, that's why I just like them mixing it up when they do these factions, or else everybody just looks sort of like a, a nondescript. Uh, like, remember in Double Dragon, the guys that weren't the final bosses? It's like this idea. It's like everyone's just a henchman at that point. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. Well, it's unique like about a, them. You know, you, you, you treat them like 3MB, and people will see them as 3MB. You know what I mean? Like... What was that other group after 3MB where I think it was Heath Slater and a couple other guys? Um, oh, I don't remember. Bo Dallas. Oh, uh, Social Outcasts. I Social Outcasts. Yeah. Yes. When you're beating them right off the bat, that's what people see you as. Yeah. Social Outcasts. You know, once Adam Rose left the group, it was all downhill. Yeah. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, I same think, here. I think that shirt is in this office and my stack of shirts that I will never wear but don't want to give to Goodwill. Wait, you bought it? It was on clearance. Yeah. Huh. Have you looked at clearance lately? It's like everyone that got released. It's like the Seth Rollins, the man's man shirt. Like <laughs> clearance in WWE is a very uh, sort of entertaining yet sad thing to browse through. But yeah, I think I paid like two ninety nine for my social outcast shirt. And hey, maybe now I can turn it into a, a delightful face mask. Seeing you, you know go. that crafting is all the rage. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, uh, so AJ Styles did come back. He won this after the promo. He's not a zombie. He's not a ghost. He's the phenomenal one. I was going to say, it would have been cool if he showed up all dirty with like the dirt kicked <laughs> onto his, his skin, you know, <laughs> like his hair all like, like pig pen from peanuts. And, uh, you know, why did the, they do sell that? the dirtiness of the graveyard? They should have. Yeah. Missed opportunity. They should have cut. <laughs> they should have shot that footage at the end of the boneyard match, him coming out of there. They could have, I don't know. It was a nice surprise, but they could have done something cool with it. Yeah. But anyway, like I said, AJ coming back, it's it's a much needed shot in the arm for Raw. Uh, wrestling enthusiast Buck99, they should each put the U.S. title on Shelton. When's the last time Shelton won a singles match in WWE? Oh, a singles match? Jeez. Uh, um, it had to have been last year at least. He won? He won a match where it was just him versus someone else. Yeah, but didn't he beat Shorty G <clears throat> there for a little bit? Didn't I don't think so. Remember they had the tag team and then they were feuding for a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's been winning on main event, but yeah, on, on Raw. Um, yeah, I don't know. Definitely been a long time. He did. So Silver Jackson's just saying he has held the U.S. title before. Uh, oh, and he beat Daniel Bryan <clears throat> oh. in an episode of SmackDown last October. So There, there you go. go. I guess make it count when it happens. Yeah. Uh, but tonight, I mean, against Bobby, you knew that Titus wasn't winning. You knew that yeah. Shelton wasn't winning. Right. You know, just wasn't happening. Oh, Gary Adams, that's nice. Four ninety nine, saying these podcasts are really the highlight of my day during these times. Thank all you guys for all you do and keep up the great work. Um, yeah, this uh, this podcast has certainly been more fun than watching Raw and SmackDown as of late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a the first hour I didn't think was too bad. I thought it moved pretty pretty well, and then it just the last two hours felt like four or five. It was just it was just long, and these shows, man, they're just so hard to watch. You see these ratings tanking right now. Uh, I mean, they're in a free fall, and you know shows like The Walking Dead and Lost. I know a lot of viewers when you're watching a show, and then you decide you you stop watching it and you've moved on. It's hard to go back. And, you know, when you go back, there's a whole new cast of characters and everything. So I'm just hoping that they're not losing viewers during this time that end up not coming back when things start start getting back to normal, whenever that is. Well, but the difference, though, is if you stop watching The Walking Dead and you decide to restart watching, you're going to go back to where you left off and catch up. You're not just going to skip three no, seasons I of a show. Because the, I wouldn't really? want to watch those bad seasons. Because the, the whole reason huh. I stopped watching is because of the bad seasons. So I think they said in season nine, it starts getting good. I stopped watching the season after Negan, where it's like, it's like two days. The whole season was like two days, <clears throat> but uh, I wouldn't want to watch the, you know, those. Other I'm, ones I'm a completist. I don't think I've ever skipped. I think with Grimm, I think we like stopped watching Grimm for a year or two, but we powered through to sort of background over a weekend had on like kind of weak seasons. And then it got better and we were into it. Um, but uh What's the other one? Friday Night Lights. Everyone's like, skip season two. It just feels weird to me to be like, I'm just going to 
Yeah. Completely. I don't know. I've, I've never really done that. I like to watch something from start to finish. Um, I don't think I've ever gone back to a show once I stopped watching. Well, that's true. Like once upon a time with the whole, whole Peter Pan, never, Neverland shit, like yeah. I ran away from that. Never looked back. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of shows where I, I tell myself I'm going to catch up like uh, Winona Earp. I'm keep saying one day I'm going to jump back into that because I liked it. We just stopped watching it. But yeah, like Westworld, no desire. I read about yeah. what's going on in Westworld. I was like, I think I made the right call. Ozark, I heard, is really good, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm stuck. Like, do I go back and watch the second season because I wasn't that into it? Anyway. Yeah, but with WWE, you're not going to go back and catch up. Maybe you're going to go on YouTube and watch, like, some fan recap video of a storyline. You, I mean, you can re- recap the show in two minutes. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know, like, I guess if you care about the nuance of it. But the great spots, and that's the problem. The great spots you're going to hear about, they're not telling complex, in-depth, much-watched storylines that have any continuity. Yeah, and the problem is WWE, they have their formula, and they're not bending on it. So they're making sure they're still doing the same things, the awkward promos where... it just and the commentary for three hours that that's tough to listen to and you know i like samoa joe um i think todd phillips has improved greatly but they need someone entertaining on there like with aew is doing with chris jericho someone that just brings life into the commentary because it, it can be hard to listen to when you got these nothing shows these dead crowd shows and then you have you know the, the bad commentary as well Paul Myers is saying you can only watch the top 10 moments from WWE's YouTube channel. It's enough. Are there even 10 moments? Is there even a top 10? Is there even a top five? I, I think there's two tonight, right? Yeah. Top two moments. Right. The only two moments. You know, the uh, and and I would put in the top three Tamina's thing she posted today that I don't even think we're going to see on TV because they didn't show the thing she posted last week. That oh, was I so good. I should watch it. She did uh, the skit where she was like her therapist talking to herself. Like, it was cute. I mean, but it was also, I mean, it was funny. It was playful. It was, uh, again, I would not be upset if Tamina won against Bailey, but they're not even going to show that on TV. They didn't show the last promo she did. Um, it's just tough. And Ryan L saying, well, they advertised Edge versus Orton next week. I feel like they're doing bare minimum to be like, tune in, guys. Yeah, they didn't nec- They didn't say they were going to be in a match. They said, yeah, like the hunter becomes the hunted and Edge is, yeah. They're the both going to be there hunting. next week. Edge and Randy Orton will both be on Raw next week. So. Now, if one of them hunts the other one, that, that I would watch. Yeah, that like is three hours. Like the hunt. Yeah. Did you watch the hunt? I have not yet. I, I really enjoyed it. It's yeah. sort of offensive to everyone, and it was delightful. I was, uh, no, I, I watched this documentary on The Shining the other night, though. That was really Oh, good. nice. Did you watch oh, Dr. Sleep yet? Yeah, I did. What did you think of Dr. Sleep? Yeah, I liked the, first, the, the last half hour. But. Yeah. I don't know. Jason Smith saying commentary was a lot better without Lawler. I agree with that. I think Samojo is great. Yeah, just someone that really turns it on. You know, like how when CM Punk did commentary before, you know, Jesse Ventura, since he's not running for president now, have him call in. I know. I know. How as a nation are we going to possibly survive without Jesse Ventura yeah. on our ballots this fall? Yeah, tonight he made it official. He's not going to do it. Uh, Michael the Virus saying, just me or the wrestlers need more smack talk while in the ring, need noise and heels that would talk crap in real life. That's why tonight, if it was taped earlier, who knows how much earlier, I feel like lately they've gotten better with that. They've gotten better lately with filling the awkward silence. Um, tonight seemed like a step backwards in many regards. Yeah, and, and sometimes on the promos when they're like speaking under their breath, but you can see they're just moving their lips. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's... It's just not this. This product isn't for me. You know, if I would be one of those guys not watching any wrestling, not AEW, not WWE, I find AEW also the match is tough to watch. Uh, They they sprinkle in a little more of the, you know, the the bubbly bunch and they they throw throw in some cool things like that. Not enough to keep me for two hours, but I I do think they are they are experimenting and trying different things to make it um, move faster, whereas Raw, they're not. Well, and we'll see. Who knows? Uh, I mean, we'll talk more later about when fans potentially will be back because I'm out saying the super chat wrestling without fans. It sucks. Um, I don't think that 25% capacity crowds are going to bring back the magic necessarily. Yeah, it's just a slow measured way to to get there. It'll be better than none. You know, with AEW, you see the, the handful of people they have uh, at ringside. It does make a difference. Here's my question. 
Okay. This is kind of like uh sort of national uh, sort of gut check about sentiment. I think the first week back, super respectful. Everything will go over like a 25% crowd will sound like a hundred percent crowd. Cause everyone will be so happy. It'll be a big deal. How many weeks until the what chance and the CM punks and the, the back to normal. Oh, well, it depends where they're at, you know, if they're in a smarky <laughs> city. But uh, I think they're going to, I mean, they're, they're going to be in like Oklahoma and Georgia and Florida and states like that to start. Because, you know, the big states, California, they're not opening up anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, I can't see New York doing anything with fans for a long time. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, we'll see. We'll see uh, how bad something will have to be to get a negative reaction when... Uh, crowds do come back um so we had seth rollins cutting the promo on drew mcintyre we had Rey mysterio talk about throwing alistair black off the roof um that was cool uh shane thorne and brendan vink backstage <sighs> i just like uh, i mean is anyone out there chat room raise your hand if you're big shane thorne brendan vink marks because uh i'm just not I'm just not seeing it. These guys make the Forgotten Sons look like Macho Man and, uh, you know, the Mega Powers <laughs> right. in terms of charisma. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I can see wanting to push new talent during this time. But, man, um, yeah, this this isn't it. But uh, real quick, also, Becky Lynch is coming back next week. She's been off TV. Uh, did you watch her on billions i did now billions that's a show i want to get into it but there's like five seasons i got to yeah. get through so but i just watched the clip last night let me just say when i was skipping around i was going eh, maybe billions isn't for me you know I'm, I'm pretty good normally at seeing one episode of something and saying like i could be into this but uh i thought becky did a very good job in a kind of hokey stupid spot yeah yeah i only saw the clip i haven't watched it yet billions is one of those shows my brother-in-law keeps trying to get me to watch so i might uh i might do that uh Something did you hear that time. becky also yeah. might be doing a marvel movie so i've read deep into the rumors of that and the uh leading one that i agree with is she might be a part of a villain group called the grapplers that are female wrestlers and it might be for captain america and or pardon me the falcon and the winter soldier series on marvel uh on disney plus that's coming up oh yeah sasha banks was on uh the, the mandalorian so yeah um, yeah I think so, it could very yeah, well be that. Chris Tapley from Netflix is the call sheet. Becky Lynch uh, ha- is in an upcoming Marvel movie. He said movie. So uh, is there really a difference though with Disney Plus? I mean, this isn't like the Netflix series, which I'm still pretty salty about the way that they were like, oh, it's all connected. And then psych, it's not linked to the movies. Yeah, well, like, this is going to be for there's real. There's a difference between the, the movies and the TV shows. Did you watch Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones? Iron I started uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. I started that yeah. and it didn't get into it. Jessica Jones and Daredevil were by far the best ones. Uh, uh, Tammy is saying Billions is so good. Got to start from the beginning, in my opinion. Okay, Tammy, I trust mm-hmm. your opinion. Uh, I, I do intend to start watching Billions. We started watching Good Girls on Netflix over the weekend. And that's only like 30 episodes. When we get done with that, I think Billions is next on deck. So, Tammy, should I not watch the Becky episode of Billions if I'm going to watch the whole series anyway? Because it might... You know, there might be some twist in the fifth season. I don't know. Just skip to like 40 minutes in. Like, because I fast forwarded through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's playing herself. She, I mean, like, I don't think this is a spoiler. Like, she's playing herself and giving like a, like one of those athletes that goes to a company and gives like a rousing speech. Yeah, like Ric Flair always does. Yes. Yeah. Um, I just, I really, I, I don't know. I like when wrestlers play characters. I think if you're famous and you only get cast as yourself, like, I don't know. Like, I like when people get to act when they get to, and Becky has acted before. She's got talent. Yeah. But she was good. She looked uh, very comfortable on screen. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, here we go. Best in the Smokers World, five bucks. Super chat. What will it take for WWE to make Raw two hours again? Ratings have been sticking to the major change in 2012, even with the crowd fans are beat. Uh, contractually, could they even no. do that? No, contractually, it's three hours and. And they're making so much money, even though they're eroding the audience with it. But, you know, with so much money off these TV deals, they're fully dependent on them now. There, there's no way. Um, you know, they, they just signed a five-year deal that just started in October. So at least four and a half years at three hours. If Fox ever got raw, then it would have to move to two hours because you got the local news. So they'd have to end it, you know, early, like, like how, when SmackDown does. 
Michael, the virus is saying props to talent seeking outside WWE opportunities. Uh, someone says knowing them and break them. If Becky does start getting cast, and I think she absolutely should, I mean, that's, that's losing. I mean, if she, if Vince loses Becky and Roman, like that's, that's the, the top, right? I mean, it's like Brock, thank God Brock's not going anywhere to act in any films, although I pay money to see that. But Brock in a comedy with children. Rock tried hey. to get the Brock in one of his movies back in the day, and Brock really? had no interest. Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah, Becky, we'll see. You know, we saw with Roman when he was in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. I don't think they ever showed his clip on WWE television, right? They did on the website and things like that. But I, I was shocked watching Hobbs and Shaw how little he was in the movie. Yeah. They really made it seem like a bigger deal. Yeah, well, WWE, I don't think they ever mentioned it on TV. No, they talked about when he filmed it. On TV? Yes. I don't think I remember, so. And when the trailer came out, they did talk about it. I don't, okay, I don't recall seeing it. I, I know they did on their website and everything. but Yeah, they're weird when uh, wrestlers get other outside opportunities. I remember that time Daniel Bryan was on uh, some sports that I don't watch. Baseball, their, their float, the, the champions that year. Was, oh, was it at the Giants or something? Or? No, no, uh, Seattle. Yeah, uh, I mean, it would make Mariners. Sense. It would make sense for Seattle, but I think it was the Mariners. Yeah, I don't know, but he was on a parade and it was a big deal, and they never showed that on WWE TV. And when and he was one of their top stars at the time. Hmm. It is a weird balance. Yeah, and tonight, no mention of billions by WWE. Yeah, yeah, not at all. And it was all over Twitter last yeah. night today mm -hmm. very interesting uh so man i know that's interesting but if you think that was cool let's talk about shane thorne and brendan vink versus ricochet and cedric alexander raj go if i told you mvp is managing one of these teams and you hadn't watched wwe tv in in a month who would you think well, I mean, come on. I think it's pretty obvious who we would all think. Not Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink. Right. Well, you know, uh, there's way more upside with Cedric and Ricochet. Uh, they could have a real cool stable with MVP. The thing that has always hurt Cedric and Ricochet is their promo skills. You got that with MVP. Turn them heel, align with MVP, and Brendan Vink and, and Shane Thorne, um, you know, they could be used and, and try it out. But I just feel like that's a good tag team going to waste with Ricochet and, and uh, Cedric Alexander by doing this 50-50 booking where they win one week, lose the next. They're just kind of staying in place. Yeah. Uh, well, if that didn't get you hyped. San Francisco Giants. That's who it, it was. It was the Giants. Yes. See, that's what I thought. Uh, I, was thinking, I thought you meant New York Giants. No, no. And that's a whole different sport. Yeah. Uh, was that the whole fear the beard year? with brian wilson i can't i don't know i don't know baseball which well i don't either which by the way i can't name two i could not name two players right now that are i active. think i've stated this before there's only one person gets to have a famous name everyone's talking about brian wilson i think they're probably talking about brian wilson from the beach boys and the rad beard he had when he like was holed up in his house like writing music playing piano in a sandbox for all those years in the 70s i didn't know it was a baseball player i felt pretty stupid you know we got a director named steve mcqueen I think they're talking about bullet Steve McQueen. Like you have to at least do a Michael B. Jordan, put that middle initial in there to differentiate. Steve McQueen. I've seen his son more than I've seen his father. Yes, but there's the director, Steve McQueen. Oh, yes. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. You got to use the... He made like 12 years of slave. Yeah. When I'm in charge, an initial will be mandatory. If someone gets the famous name, you need to find a way to differentiate it just so we all know what you're talking about. Or else someone's talking about Steve McQueen and I'm like, yeah, have you seen Bullet? It's amazing. And they're like, no, I mean, the 12 years of slave guy, like this, this is just, no, yeah. we need rules. We need order. Yeah. Sorry. Who, who, who is it? Chad McQueen? Who is Chad uh, McQueen Dutch? is his son. Yes. He, I wonder he, if he gets it, if people go to him and they're like, Hey, your dad did a great job making 12 years of slave. <laughs> Wrong Steve McQueen. <laughs> that would be something. Yeah, and he married like Ally McGraw and made 12 years a slave. Yeah. Wow. Talk about range. Yeah, he needs um, to, yeah, like you said, like Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Him. Jordan. Yeah. It's like uh at least I'm you know glad with Denzel Dujanet Den going by full name. There's only one single name Denzel. Notice there's no other Madonna in the world. There was no other prince. Right. You gotta learn to respect that shit. Mm -hmm. Uh 
Will the professor just giving me two dollars or giving the chat two dollars saying, Glenn, my boy Tim needs manscape, sell him on it. Uh Tim, if it looks like you got Sam Roberts sticking out of your underwear, you need to manscape. And you probably do. Use our code WINC, save 20%. There you have it. Uh anyhow, back to Monday Night Raw. Thank you, Alonzo. You're like my teleprompter. Um <laughs> so if Brendan Vink and Shane Thorne getting that win on Cedric and Ricochet, uh, let's talk about the Viking Raiders. Won. Yeah. And Ricochet. Yeah. Oh, yes. And then the wow. Viking Raiders beating the Street Profits. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Well, this makes sense. And, sen- you know, they're trying to build the Viking Raiders up as challengers. So, like, I, I, I hate the idea of non-title matches. Um, you know, if you're a champion and you're wrestling, it should be for the belt. You know, if it's a singles match or you're in a tag match, if you're tag team champions, uh, why is this a non-title match? You know, in the UFC, the only time it's a non-title match is if there's extenuating circumstances. You know, someone misses weight or things like that. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, regardless. But yeah, this is to set up the Viking Raiders versus Street Profits for a tag team program. So it makes sense for the Viking Raiders to get the win here. Um, I think that both teams look good in this match. I get that it's setting something up. I feel like with the Street Profits and Bianca Belair, where's Bianca? Bianca came to Raw. Everyone was talking about Bianca on Raw. Bianca was doing great on Raw. Where's Bianca? Was she on last week? I don't remember. She wasn't on tonight. These are, uh, you know, there's so many things going on right now that it could be a, a ton of reasons from she's just not being used to she didn't want to, you know, go to the set of tapings, you know, um, so who knows? I will agree with Trombone three sixteen that at least the Viking Raiders promo was better than usual tonight. Before the well, it, it, yeah, because it's been absolute shit the last couple of weeks. <laughs> <So>. <sighs> Tammy, I wish I didn't know this. Tammy is saying uh, Bianca's on main event. Oh, okay. That's didn't we didn't well, we last I, year? I, I guess that makes sense. Why? I mean, why have her on right now if she's not going to be in the Money in the Bank match and she doesn't have a match at the pay per view? But wait, we've talked about this before, whether it was, uh, I believe, last year with EC3. I believe, didn't EC3 set a record last year for the shortest distance between a call-up and appearing on WWE main event? I seem to recall that conversation. I feel like No Way Jose would have been on there, too. Maybe. He was pretty fast as well. Uh, Baby Maharaja saying we skipped a super chat. Raj, if there are any super chats we missed, anything you want to get to? I, I, I must have missed it. Sorry. Baby Maharaja, say it again in the chat. I saw it scroll by. I'm, I'm trying to keep up. The problem is if I pause on the yeah. super chats. Oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, that's just problematic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Baby Maharaja. But no gender Mahal tonight. No gender. They did They did a vignette, so uh, a little video promo for gender. But again, the fans booked themselves into a corner. How many people last week? I think even we said on this podcast, wouldn't it be cool? Jinder's in this last chance gauntlet match. Comes, wins the briefcase, and then chases Drew. See, I, I actually think that's a bad idea right now. Just because Jinder was enhancement talent uh, basically before he left. So to have, just right away throw him in a you know in a feud with Drew, I think it... it it does Drew no favors, but building I, gender up, getting him some wins, and getting him back to look incredible uh, before you you go that route, I think is the way to go. I think it'll be gender versus Drew at the next pay per view after Money in the Bank. Yeah, I bet. You, I think it'll be uh, Rollins and and Drew again, and then because uh, it's Extreme Rules, right? So they'll have some sort of uh, stipulation at the next pay per view, and then after that, I think they'd go. But we'll see. Wasn't it weird tonight uh, with Dairy Queen as a sponsor and they kept saying like WWE loves DQ, loves DQ. Takes me a while. No, 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 no DQ matches for a while because it'll confuse branding. Yeah. Yeah. No, I missed that. Yes. Lots of Dairy Queen love tonight with AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so the Viking Raiders beat the Street Profits. Bianca Belair's on main event. Uh, we're living in the darkest timeline, folks. This mm-hmm. is proof of that. Regardless of what you see on the news, this is proof that we are indeed in hell. It's rough. Yes. Uh, Drew McIntyre cut a promo about Seth Rollins. Yeah. Rey Mysterio again talked about throwing Alistair Black You mean off Seth Rollins did an interview, right? Or Seth, they both did interviews. I think we talked about that earlier. I mentioned it. Yeah, in the ring with Charlie Car- uh, Charlie Caruso. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know, man. Like, are you digging, Seth? I think this is like, this just seems like nothing. This is, I mean, even the Messiah thing, like, I don't, I don't know. He just seems like a guy right now. Yeah, I think that's my thing with it. He, I don't think he's doing it necessarily bad. I just think he's very uninteresting right now with it. It seems forced. Um, whereas when Seth Rollins was with the authority, I mean, he was, he was awesome, you know, in that heel role. And with this, with the Messiah stuff, it's just not as effective. He doesn't seem come across as big of a star as he did uh, back then. Okay, so Alonzo Smith is saying there weren't any NXT superstars being jobbed out tonight for a change. Thorne and Vink actually won. Let me uh, back it up a little bit to a rant we were talking about Friday night, Raj, about some of the women that Dolph Ziggler has dated, who Wrestling Inc. has covered uh, the adult entertainers that Dolph Ziggler has had relationships with. And I brought up this idea that just because you appeared in an adult film does not make you a porn star. And I would say that with uh, uh, Vink and Thorne, just because they wrestle on NXT, they are not NXT superstars. They are NXT talent at best. Talent is probably a more appropriate term, yeah. Yeah, superstar, porn star. Porn star used to be reserved for the likes of Ron Jeremy, for Jenna Jameson, for Christy Canyon. Well, every, it was a title yeah. that was earned. No, everyone's a porn star if you're in porn. That's, that's what, what like the participation call? trophy mentality, Raj. Yeah. You were in porn, bam, you're a porn star. Yeah, they are. But what else do you call them? You're in the WWE, bam, you're a superstar. This well, lazy, soft WWE society. Says, that's what WWE says. They don't use yes. the term wrestlers, so you need something to call them. Do we? Something. Otherwise, what do you call them? Adult <laughs> entertainers. Uh, WWE talent. Like, this, this all works. But star, yeah. I mean, putting a little bit of a long tail on that kite. Steve Marcucci <laughs> saying, "Who do you guys think will win the men's briefcase?" I think AJ. I think AJ makes the most sense. I think he would. You it you almost need a heel to win it because it's a heel move to cash in on someone when they're you know using surprise when the other guy is down and out. Um, I'm trying to think of the last time a babyface won it. When Cena won it, you know he did the noble thing and challenged him, Daniel Bryan, at a pay per view. Uh, I'm trying to think what other baby faces have wanted. It's always kind of a, a heel thing. But yeah, I, I, I agree. I think AJ. Yeah, it's just better. I think better with a heel doing it. I think AJ would be great. And it gives AJ something to do for a while. Yeah, he needs a little refresh now with the OC gone. Um, yeah, which is still strange. Mm -hmm. um, so Charlotte Flair was there. Cutting a promo in advance of her match against Io Shirai for the NXT Women's title this Wednesday night. Music interrupted. Out came Liv Morgan. Oh, this promo. This match. Charlotte Flair versus Liv Morgan. Love to see Liv get opportunities. I think Liv is proving that she has talent, that she can obviously wrestle. This is They've given her more actual ring time um, recently than I think she ever had combined in her televised runs in NXT, Raw, SmackDown, whatever. Um, I don't know that she was ready to do this promo against Charlotte. I think there was a disparity there, but I think in the ring she held her own, but I don't know that she necessarily comes out. Like, I don't know that this gives her any momentum coming out of this match. Yeah, I thought the promo was kind of cringy. Um, but the match itself, you know, they don't have live events where they can, you know, kind of work longer matches and get better. So... I thought it was good for Liv to have a, a longer match, which and with Charlotte Flair, I mean, who else? You know, it's Charlotte, Sasha, um, you know, and Becky, and you don't want to do those matches right now. And, and you know, Sasha's on the other show, so you know, this gets this gets her more ring time. Uh, she looked really good, I thought, in the ring. Uh, Liv has improved immensely uh, since the last time she, you know, before she was gone. And I, yeah, I thought it. You know, obviously her winning uh, would help her that much more, but I don't think she should be beating the NXT Women's Champion right now. I think it makes the title look bad uh, when you're already beating NXT down all the time on these shows anyway. So, yeah. Michael the Virus saying, I hate those silver spoon promos. It's weak. Build a real rivalry up. So when you beat them, you're elevated higher logical writing versus bad writing. I feel like with Charlotte, they've gone back and forth on that. I mean, she has taken complete 180 degree positions before about um, her father and being wrestling royalty and then how she had to work so much harder because of who her father was. Felt like it was just a little redundant tonight to go back to that. 
<clears throat> yeah, it, it, it comes across as force, but um, but yeah, I mean, the match was good. It was long. I think in these empty arenas, you should keep these matches short, not have them go through a commercial break. Um, because they, but then again, I, you know, I don't know if they're limiting how many, you know, pieces of talent they can use on any given show. That's and true. Like that. So, and I don't want to be too down on it because I think Liv still has huge upside potential. Oh, yeah. I think she could be major, but they just need to book her better and give her better material. That promo, what was it last week? I'm still trying to find myself like many people my age. Right. I mean, I, I guess it, in, when we talk about it, it sounds more like of a good, genuine white meat baby face promo than it actually was watching it. The idea of it was good, but the execution was just kind of poor. Right. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Y super chat five, 499 saying saw on Twitter that the WWE will have two live events at the end of July in Australia card uh, subject no. to change. No, they announced that it was canceled last oh. week. So, uh, they were supposed to be returning for three live events in Melbourne on Thursday, August 6th, Sydney, August 7th and New Zealand on August 8th. And those shows have been canceled. Raj Geary, in the next year, how much would someone have to pay you to get on an airplane flying commercial to Australia? Mm. Um, it depends what it's for. Um, you know, if, I, if I'm spending six months in Australia, it sounds kind of nice. If I could find somewhere on the beach, uh, it sounds pretty sweet. I might have to take that risk. There but you yeah, have it. I, I wouldn't let my kids fly, though, so never mind. i don't think uh, an australia trip i think these live shows i think are going to be in florida and i think uh when they do have audience back it's going to be some form of invite only with enhanced screening protocols to make sure that they're uh not setting themselves up for something that looks really regrettable in hindsight well there's they're opening movie theaters up in some places where they're checking your temperature you know as you go in um obviously you're not going to catch the asymptomatic people, which, which that's how are they checking their temperature? I mean, like, uh, I you know, um, I, I think it's the way they're doing it in China where it's not a, um, it's one of those temperature scanners that you, you don't touch it, your face, I guess. Is that how it mm. works? People gave me a very hard time about my temperature story. I'm just saying, if you want to be mm, thorough yeah, well, and accurate, that, that is the most thorough and accurate. If you have everyone pulling their pants down, bending over to get their temperature checked before going to a wrestling event. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's that. Maybe just with the talent, you know, individually, they'll have a WWE doctor. Um, But yeah, I think, uh, look, I'm excited. I agree with you, Rajat. Like, I love the idea of traveling. I mean, of going to some place where maybe the risk is incredibly low or going to someplace isolated. Uh, But I just think the process of getting there and the feasibility of it is going to be tough for the foreseeable future. And and who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In Florida, they're looking to open it up, uh, movie theaters, in a couple weeks. Sporting events, um, it was reported in this in the local news media in Florida that the governor was looking to have 25% uh, occupancy in, this, in the uh, arenas for sporting events. That's not yet. That's not part of this phase one that actually went through. That was a suggestion that they're looking at, but that hasn't – that didn't go through this phase one. So, And by the way, crowds. Uh, looking at the Florida thing, let me – give some credit to Florida for a second, because when everybody heard, Oh my God, Florida is reopening all this and going into phase one and doing all this stuff. There's a big asterisk there, which was like, yeah, except for Broward, uh, you know, like, yeah, like except for the three biggest, most populous, densest counties, like they're, they're, they're rebels, but they're not insane um, in doing this. I mean, so it is sort of measured. Uh, I think doing it in more rural areas where, um, or in areas where it's not as dense, I think uh, obviously there is much less risk of, of spread, which is not to say I do not disagree with uh, uh, the idea right now about people putting the cart before the horse, but still, at least they're not being completely nuts um, yeah. about it. Yeah. Look, I can't wait for the you know them to be able to have crowds again. I'd love it, but you know, that, <laughs> it's also the reality of the situation we're in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, do you want to go out that first weekend when they open it all up? Probably not. Even the second weekend. Yeah. Oh, it'll take a little while. When are you leaving your house again, Raj? That's what I'm getting at. What have you marked the date in your calendar? Golf golf courses are open back out here and you can do it in a (laughs) relatively safe way. Oh, I wish Matt and Justin were here to hear that comment. (laughs) You don't have, you don't touch anyone. It's all done online. You go your tea time. So. 
Is it, are they opening the country club clubhouse? No, clubhouses are closed. Oh, clubhouses are closed. <laughs> the fact you knew that is hilarious. Oh, man. Okay, so back to Raw. Drew McIntyre versus Murphy was the main event tonight after Charlotte Flair got that win on Liv Morgan. Um, like, we knew how this was ending, right? I mean, this with McIntyre beating Murphy and then Rollins getting in there. But I like that uh, Rollins didn't have the better of Drew necessarily yeah it was kind of what happened there at the end he was uh, rollins attacked drew at first with the super kick uh while drew was distracted then drew Uh, grabbed him put him down with the glasgow kiss headbutt um drew kept challenging rollins rollins retreated to the floor so i don't know man based on your predictions here drew was standing tall with that title i mean they're not gonna they're not gonna give the title back to rollins on sunday are they no no the math, they haven't been doing it. Like, if Rollins lost tonight, then I think. Or if it was a big beatdown. But they haven't been adhering to the uh, the old Raj math rules uh, as much. So you're saying somehow Buddy Murphy could end up WWE champion on Sunday night that's because he was exa- defeated That's exactly tonight. what I'm saying. <laughs> if he was in Money in the Bank, he'd be winning it. No, but uh, I, I don't see any way they have Seth, you know, Drew losing this Seth, right? You know, already. Yeah. Now, I hope, though, I want shenanigans. I want the person to win, and then I want the twist to be they have to get back down and just let the entire roster come in and charge them to try and get that briefcase out of their hands before they make it out of the office. Well, all these guys are going to be in Florida. Just the money in the bank guys aren't, you know. Uh, well, they already shot it, though. I don't know if they shot the whole thing. Really? I mean, they pro- Actually, yeah, they probably have. Um, I'm trying to think. Because they didn't have money in the bank on their taping schedule, so yeah, they must have. Yeah, they must have completed it. I'm looking forward to it. I think this could be, no lie, the best WWE pay per view ever. If this match is amazing and just wildly exceeds our expectations, or even hits the expectations we have for it, this could be certainly the most unique WWE pay per view of all time. Until they do Survivor Series, they beat that that tagline over your head, like the, the most unique uh, money in the bank in, in history. And they beat that. They beat that line over your head during. And the after this, we need survivor series on an Island. Yeah. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. They hey, they could rent out uh, Dana White's uh, fight. Island. They could, it'll be open by then. They could, um, man. See, as we talk about it tonight, Talking about it was more entertaining than watching it. Um, the show, man, like, and maybe because they taped this first was weird. They were live last week. What's that about? Um, yeah, it's just a way to do, you know, basically every other week you're taping and not, uh, yeah, and not, uh, you know, it's it, 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 if you look at the schedule, it makes sense the way they're doing it. So you're never older than uh, basically like a week with what you're watching. Huh. So uh, next week we'll all be live. So what else is going on in the world of wrestling? Uh, Jimmy Uso, he hurt his knee. Oh. Um, it's believed during the WrestleMania match. Um, and so he's out, they're saying, six to nine months. And so there's wow. talk of Jay Uso, possibly them using him. Because uh, usually when one of the Usos gets injured, they don't use either of them on TV. But apparently they're, they're considering using Jay Uso uh, while Jimmy is out. And then uh, what else? Kevin Owens, he said he suffered uh, an injury at WrestleMania, a minor one. Uh, he said he thought he was fine, and then he woke up the next day and his ankle was swollen. So he should be back soon. Hmm. Hmm. So, and then, yeah, Edge, versus, Edge and Randy Orton are coming back next week. Who else is kind of out? Um, Sami Zayn, as we talked about. Sami Zayn, that's his choice. He is, uh, yeah. And Roman Reigns, obviously, uh, who got the Benoit treatment, you know, with the. With the <laughs> Would you go that far? Would you really oh, the call CM it that? Punk. I'll say, we'll call it the CM Punk treatment. <laughs> Editing him out, you know, which is, it's really weird that they would do that. Yeah. Um, I guess probably because there's not a return date and maybe they're. Yeah, but there's to... not a return date for Brock either. They should Brock. Well, I think it's a little different, though. I mean, with Roman, I don't know. I think it stands out more when you do that. Yeah. I mean, with Brock, there's clearly a formula that if we give him enough money, he will come back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're showing these clips of 
they're coming back. It's just something that happened in time. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, so it's like yeah, did you ever see Roman uh, Reigns? They're not allowed to mention him on commentary either. Right did now. you ever see? Remember when Van Halen had Gary Sharon as their lead singer? No, they I went, always thought it went David Lee Roth, Sammy Hagar, and then Gary Sharon from Extreme. Oh, see, I stopped listening at. I thought it was right. in 1998. Uh, anyhow, MTV showed a very weird special where they kept talking about Van Halen and their history with different enigmatic frontmen, and they managed to somehow show the history of Van Halen without showing any David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar. Right. Like, I wish I could find a copy of this special. If you're watching this show and you have a copy of this MTV special, please contact me. It's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Huh. That's interesting. And they were really putting over Gary Sharon, hmm. which lasted for one album, their worst selling album ever. And uh, then they fired him, got back together with Sammy, and then back together with Dave. Yeah. Big big Van Halen fan? I was a huge Van Halen fan. 1984 is, uh, I think, one of the greatest rock CDs of, of all time. Absolutely. Hagar, better than people give it credit yeah. for. I mean, Hagar, Hagar had some good years. I, for me, it was always David Lee Roth, though. That, that version of Van Halen was the, is the real one. I'll talk about this. We've talked about this podcast, Raj. I don't think you've divulged this, but myself, Matt, Justin, and I have uh, talked about sort of our random emotional breaks in how sometimes the current situation is getting to us and comes out in unexpected ways that are in unexpected times. And I think it was about a week ago, I was watching an old MTV tape and I saw Van Halen's Right Now video and I just lost it. I just like broke down. Yeah. That was a very was, emotional uh, moment. That was used at our graduation. That was a very popular graduation uh, era song uh in the 90s good song fantastic video yeah yeah it's really cool one of the best videos of all time uh what else do we got uh that is uh news wise i think we kind of covered everything there's not really much going on right now uh with no shows on the on the weekends um so ahmad is uh ahmed is paying us money to, uh, to, to recap what's going on with sammy so sammy just is sitting out Currently, maybe in Quebec, maybe in Florida. Who knows? Yeah. So he's been out since WrestleMania, right? I don't think he's been on TV. I thought he was on the week after for some reason. It could be. But yeah, so Sammy, Sammy Zane is just not uh, comfortable, uh, you know, working with what's going on right now. So he's, everyone has that option. And a lot, you know, AEW is the same thing. You know, wrestlers have the option to not work if they don't want to. Um, you know, I think with WWE, there's been, times in the past where they could say you don't have to work something and they they feel like if you just even though they say it if you if you don't work uh you'll get heat but uh i think i think they're legit right now and uh 13 anarchy i remember reading about this he did have his wisdom teeth removed as well huh? oh really they were doing because that would be an elective surgery right he tweeted about it i don't know when this happened but that is a good point yeah maybe maybe in canada hmm? who knows they got no laws up there I guess. Uh, 13 Anarchy also asking, wasn't Gary Sharon with Queen for a hot minute? No, he sang with Queen at the Concert for Life, the tribute to Freddie Mercury, which you've never seen. Find the footage online. Uh, that was an amazing concert. Uh, James Hetfield from, I think, Metallica sang with Queen. George Michael sang with Queen. Uh, that was like an amazing concert. Highly recommend checking that out. They had a lot of guest performers. It was very, very good. Uh, yeah, well, you know, we got a little time. Why don't we go through the money in the bank card and, and give our predictions here? Okay. Uh, let's Good see. Idea, Michael, money, the money, we got a little time to go through the money in the bank card. The money in the bank card is four matches long, Raj. It's, uh, there's six matches right now. Oh, there's six. Pardon yeah. me. Let's start um, with the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, Fatal 4-Way, New Day versus Miz and John Morrison versus the Forgotten Sons versus Lucha House Party. I think it's got to be the Forgotten Sons at this point, right? I don't think you want to get the belts on them too soon yeah but we say that and when they don't get the belts on them too soon they never get the belts yeah but i don't think the forgotten sons should have the belts <laughs> to be honest uh they're not bad in the ring but uh oh man listen to their promo on smackdown was it last friday these weeks feel like months um whether it was last friday or the friday before where uh wesley wesley blake was cutting a promo i was like oh man this is this is this is really bad. Vince is not going to be happy with that one. I know Matt is a fan. I like their gimmick more than I like the realization of their gimmick. The Forgotten Sons? Yeah. Mm. Like, it could be really solid. And I think their initial promo was good. Um, like just, some of the points they made, but I don't know. Yeah, I just see them going the way of sanity. But we'll see. But I, I think... Uh, 
I would think the New Day probably retain here, beating one of the Lucha. Is it Fatal 4-Way? It's not Elimination, right? So you could beat anybody. And you got the Lucha House Party in there. so you... Yeah, it's just a Fatal 4-Way tag team match. Yeah. Now, Tammy has a good point. If you give the Forgotten Sons the title, now is the time with no crowd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's too soon. But, yeah, I can see it. I mean, any of those teams, you know, the tag division is one that... Uh, it's not like this. It's going to elevate any of these teams. New Day are already where they're at. Um, yeah. Miz and John, John Morrison, I think they're really entertaining. So I wouldn't mind seeing them have it, but I just don't see them flip flopping it that much between them and the New Day this soon. Yeah. Uh, what else do we got? We got uh, the women's Money in the Bank ladder match: uh, Nia Jax versus Oscar versus Shayna Baszler versus Dana Brooke versus Lacey Evans versus Carmella. Hmm. I mean, I think it's Lacey's to lose at this point. Yeah, I think it's going to be Shayna. Plus, Becky said she's going to be on Raw to confront uh, the Money in the Bank winner, which would which would kind of presume that it's someone on Raw, and Shayna and her still have unfinished business. So I'm going to go with Shayna. I could see Shayna attacking Becky, injuring her so she has to drop the title for a while, and then setting up some way to get that while letting Lacey keep the briefcase. Yeah. I don't know. Could it just be. seems too too clean to just give it to Shayna and then use that to get her title. Yeah, she'd be my number two. My number two pick is Lacey, but I'm I'm gonna go Shayna. And then the men's money in the bank, which is gonna be happening at the same time. Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Alistair Black, King Corbin, Otis, and AJ Styles. Um, you know, a lot of times someone out of left field wins, but I think I think AJ. Yeah. He is kind of the most obvious. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'd go AJ. And then who's he cash in on? Um, Drew down the road. Yeah. Well, I think that makes sense. AJ would be good because I think he could just literally talk trash with that briefcase for six months. Yeah. And it would work. Yeah, he's really good at it. King Corbin, I just feel like it'd be too much of a kind of a been there, done that. Yeah. Um. Otis, again, I see the money in the bank I see is more of a heel thing. So that kind of goes the same with Rey Mysterio. Aleister Black, it doesn't fit his character. He's got this dark character. Him carrying around a briefcase just doesn't look right. Daniel Bryan, I could see being a sleeper. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the the chat room is thinking Nia Jax, Nia, and Becky finally get a chance to settle that. I think they could do that regardless. I think. Yeah. There could be something there. I mean, can uh, I, has she been in a ladder match before? I would think with her size, it's probably difficult to, but I, I mean, I guess it is all taped and everything, but. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, so then we have uh, Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, man, I think they should go with Bray. I think Braun Again, Strowman's. Again, that quick? Uh, yeah, I think Braun's. Title reign. He wasn't meant to be the champion anyway. It was, you know, it was a last minute desperation thing to, because Roman. Uh, you know, <laughs> How would you like that man. to sort of be like the the caveat to your championship reign? Now nah, you weren't really supposed to be the champ anyhow. It yeah. was the last minute thing. We got it off yet the next pay per view. Whatever, you know, things happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think you don't want to beat Bray. They could do a non finish. Um, but yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to beat Bray. So either a non finish. Or uh, Bray wins it. And yeah, you do a non-finish and then you have a step at Extreme Rules with Strowman and Bray. Um, okay, then we've got Bailey versus Tamina for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, I, I think Bailey. Unless there's some way Sasha can cost her the title, I think it's Bailey. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Sasha will be there, but I think Bailey and we're still headed to Bailey versus Sasha. And then we said before we think Drew McIntyre is going to retain. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think so. Uh, okay, any uh, super chats we didn't get to? Uh, no, I think uh, I think we got everything. Did we get everything? I'm just oh, that. real quick. Uh, me and Jesse Collings, we've been t- we mentioned on Twitter, we've been talking about doing a Saturday night's main event podcast. So Thursday nights, it's a live watch oh. along, 8 p.m. Eastern. So join us here on our YouTube channel. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to go through. We'll see how it does this week if people enjoy it and tune in. Well, there uh, you we'll have try it. try to do it every every week. But, yeah, we're 
you know, kind of discuss what was going on in wrestling that year. Uh, and then live watch with you guys. So you guys can send, you know, your chats and, and we'll make it a, you know, like a little party thing. So should be fun. There you go. Uh, Starting with I'm, 1987. 80, not like 84, not like the old school when yeah, it launched. Starting from 87 to 89 is the plan. Wow, interesting. Uh, Ahmed had one other question. A question from Mark, which WWE show is best? I mean, it's still got to be NXT, right? For me, it's probably... Before this all happened, I would, I would say that Raw has been the best show this year, uh, mostly because of the Randy Orton Edge stuff. Uh, but since since the empty arena shows, oh man, I think they, they're all just so hard to watch. But I'd say SmackDown because it's shorter. Raj, our chat room has not stopped believing the thing saying, thanks for everything you do. Raj, have you seen the Goonies yet? Josh Brolin could come over to Raj's house and bring Corey Feldman and Sean Astin with him. And Raj would not watch the Goonies. No, no. He's just like, hey, it's Thanos. <laughs> really? No, not yet. <laughs> yes. We'll get to that after he finishes Billions. Yeah. So the, the episode that we're starting with on Thursday is the... The one January Hulk Hogan versus Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff in the steel cage. And what time again, Michael wants to know? That's 8 Eastern. And so we'll kind of discuss the show a little bit before we start it. And then, you know, we'll all start at the same time. So and it's on the network? Yeah. Yeah, it's on the network. Yeah, I forget sometimes that they Did you have... ever watch Saturday Night's Main Event? I watched like the early, early ones when they would preempt SNL. On, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, well, I mean, it was always preempting SNL, except yeah. when it was on in the summer. I remember they beat uh, SNL in the ratings. Yeah, which was crazy. Yeah. Well, sometimes. I mean, was it beating SNL when Phil Hartman, Dana Carvey, like I'm sure it was beating SNL when uh like the Anthony Michael Hall, Robert Downey Jr. season. I think up until eighty nine it was it would be the you know, obviously SNL's every week and this was not, but um yeah, I, I forget when it stopped, but it, it would beat it sizably. Hmm. And then uh, obviously the main event, the one in in what was it 1988 February of 1988 that did 33 million viewers on NBC on wow. Friday night so it's crazy how much TV has changed it is a different time now than and but isn't it crazy though that WWE is like one of the few things still producing new content every TV show right now I don't know if any this is impacting any you're watching we're having shows right now that are having these abrupt season finales because well we had to stop filming episodes wwe still doing it and the ratings just keep going lower and lower and lower yeah no i mean you know i was saying on smackdown uh last friday night most of the shows were up from the week before and uh smackdown did 1.855 million viewers the lowest ever it's done on fox uh it's the lowest outside of that one on fs1 since last july so the, the usa network smackdowns were beating uh what they did last night so you know, again, I hope I hope the fans come back and they're not, you know, being turned off for good. So. If only they remade Land of a Thousand Dances with the current roster, <laughs> telling you it would go viral, everyone would tune back in. Yeah. Uh, CJ Kemp, Raj, which major championship out of the three shows you say is being booked well? Um, I would say the the world championship uh, that, that Drew, Drew as, as champion. I feel like that belt uh, has been booked well. They're not having Drew lose random matches, non-title matches, and yeah. So I would say that. And he looks stronger, I think, with Braun. Although, and maybe this is to your point, why they don't have a long-term plan for Braun to be champ? Because I would say that Braun could have three or four like uh, really credible, strong title defenses where he looks very powerful, and then have Bray get to him with the whole Black Sheep thing. That would be a powerful long-term story to tell. The fact they're going right into this first first feud, I think maybe you're right. They don't foresee him being champion much longer. Yeah. I, I you know, he was strongest when they had him as that big bad monster, that unstoppable monster. And what they're doing with him now, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh I don't quite get it, but I'm looking forward to Sunday, man. This is gonna be uh, yeah. The high point of my week. I mean, the majority of it is still going to be empty arena wrestling. But yes, that uh, the Money in the Bank match should be pretty cool. Hopefully, they give it a lot of time. Now, has uh, AEW talked about when we're going to have live crowds? This Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, crowds. So, yeah. AEW is back to live this week, and they're alternating with their schedule. So, this week is live. Next week is taped. The following week is live. As far as fans in the crowd, 
I don't think any state's allowing that right now. So once a state lifts that restriction, I, I bet you AEW and WWE will be um, looking at it and, and seeing how they can change it. Because look, AEW ratings are, they're doing their lowest ratings in their, their prime 1849 demo. Uh, so they're losing a lot of fans right now too. And their, their ratings are near the bottom. Uh, it feels like they've leveled off a little because they're not dropping every week. Uh, they, I feel like they've kind of hit their bottom. Um, but we'll see. I mean, they're in the high 600s now. And, you know, they were doing 900s, close to a million in January. Yeah. Um, and WWE Shop today launched non-medical grade masks, but they do comply with the non-medical grade safety precaution. They're double layered. They've got uh, a Fiend one that looks kind of creepy. Uh, 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 an Ali one that actually looks pretty badass. Not sure if it's going to look as good a person as the photo. Yeah. But um they're all in on this. So, hey, you know, at this point, whatever it takes, if we're going to do these limited reopens, whatever it takes to get people to wear a mask, I don't care what you've got on it, as long as you were taking that precaution and doing your part as a good citizen. Yeah. And the masks there are com- compatible, like you mentioned. Uh, and WWE is donating 100% of the net proceeds to AmeriCares, which is a nonprofit disaster relief and health organization. Yeah. Now, they don't ship, though, to late May, which I thought was interesting. Oh, they don't? No, which again, maybe they got the idea from this podcast. Yeah, there you go. Listen, mock up the art. When's the soonest we can get them? Late May. Okay. Put them up for sale. <laughs> right. uh, I almost bought one today. And then my wife pointed out she's ordered like six different masks for me already. It's like, well, I'm pretty well stocked. From WWE? She no, ordered? no, oh, no. Oh, just, just in general. She's she's on top of things, Raj. Yeah, we, we, have, a, we have a bunch. And we still had some N95s uh, left from the uh, fires here, which we tried to donate, but they wouldn't take them because it was already an open package. So we had those uh, as well. But seriously, if your state is reopening and are, you are going out, please take every precaution. Remember, you're not just protecting yourself from others. You're doing your part to help people protect uh, uh, each other from each other. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. So there you have it, folks. He's at Rajgiri underscore 303. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein on the Twitters. We will be back here Wednesday night. Me, Matt Morgan, Justin Labar to talk about AEW Dynamite and NXT on USA. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy, stay sane, and we'll catch you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast.